Are you an entrepreneur or looking to become one? Looking to stay motivated, find happiness and true success? You're in the right place. Welcome to Empower Humans. Welcome once again to the Empower Humans podcast. This is episode seven, and I want to invite you all to subscribe and review this podcast on iTunes in particular, and then email us, and we'll give you access to our membership area with ever-growing additional content, valuable material for you or anybody else, including audiobook versions of our articles on the website and several other key things. But subscribe and review empowerhumans.com slash podcast or empowerhumans.com slash review, and you'll be able to follow all that and do all that. And again, on iTunes, then email info at empowerhumans.com. And please also send messages with your thoughts on the podcast through email, social media, or even leave voice comments through the Anchor Podcast app. Uh, We really want to hear from you, so please do that. In recent episodes, we've covered all kinds of stuff so far. We've just had six episodes, but we've covered Pillars of Joy, some of my story, my awakening. We've had a couple of great interviews, and we talked about overcoming anxiety as well as some of how our brains function with neurotransmitters. You know, they work in harmony to to make us feel joy and happiness. So go back and listen to all that. Today, we're going to talk some more about uh, some of these principles and something that I think is so universal, it needs to be addressed, and we need to come back to this fear. Oh no, I was afraid you were going to say that. No, I'm just kidding. Fear, though, this is a serious topic because it influences us all in so many different ways. There's an incredible guy named David Goggins. I don't know if you've heard of him. If you ever hear him speak, you may be entranced if you hear that. He's such a passion and uh, conviction with the things he has to say. He's an American ultra marathon runner. I thought running a marathon was quite an accomplishment. He runs what are called ultra marathons, which are anywhere from 50 to 100 kilometers, which could be 30-ish to 62 miles or so. Sometimes they even go up to 50 to 100 miles. So that's what an ultra marathon is. And he also is an ultra distance cyclist, a triathlete, a former world record holder for the most pull-ups done in 24 hours. I didn't even know that record existed. It makes sense that it does. There's probably world records for everything. But he completed over 4,000, in fact, 4,025 pull-ups in 17 hours. I'm assuming he may have taken some breaks. But uh, if he didn't, that's even quite a greater accomplishment. But what I'm getting at here with all this is he's had to overcome all kinds of stuff in his life. Asthma, sickle cell trait that he had or has, which is a blood condition, physical and you know psychological abuse when uh, he was a child. He had to overcome obesity. He weighed over 300 pounds when he wanted to try to become a Navy SEAL. And they said, of course, I don't think you're ready to do this. So he came back and brought his weight down to 190 in a relatively short time. Uh, He's had to overcome a lot. Uh, Great story and attitude. And again, if you ever hear him speak, you might just be mesmerized because he just draws you in with such passion. So David Goggins. But the main thing in some of his message and why I'm talking about all this is we've talked a lot about not living below our privileges. Conscientiously, when it comes to fear, remember I mentioned we're going to talk about fear today, redirecting that energy, turn it into a motivator, a fuel to accomplish what we need to. He does all these things. He's been a Navy SEAL. He's he's a motivational guy now, but he didn't always come from that place. You may not have always come from, and maybe at this point don't come from necessarily great things, but on the contrary, I submit to you that you do come from great things because we all have this great potential deep within us, and he harnessed some of that and started to rise to the occasion. But one of the things he said that I listened to recently, 
He said, you are your only problem. You are your only problem. I think he's talking to himself. I think he's talking to me and you and anybody else. We are our only problem. The other stuff with the money or the weight or the relationship, yes, we may contribute to some of that stuff. But the only problem that really exists with any of those things as it pertains to us is us. But he said, the good news is you are your solution. Once you overcome, this is how he put it, once you overcome that reflection in the mirror, uh, it's always kind of a mind over matter situation. And we're going to talk more about this. Again, you are your only problem, but also the good news, you are your only solution. Now, let me start with we talk about fear by asking you something and tell you something uh, a little important about this topic. But what I want to ask you is, who is the greatest filmmaker of all time? Let you think about that for a second. There's a lot of good answers that could be had, but there's probably only a few that most people would agree on. But what would you say? There's people like Alfred Hitchcock and all these guys who've made great classic movies, but many would say Steven Spielberg. I just recently started watching this documentary on HBO about him and his style and his life and his body of work, which is in and of itself awe-inspiring. But one of the things he said, and I took note of this, he said uh, when he was on the set of a movie with Tom Hanks in 2011, he said, the more I'm feeling confident and secure about something, the less I'm going to put out. The more insecure I'm feeling, I'm going to work overtime to meet the challenge and get the job done. Okay. He also said, I hate the feeling of being nervous, but I need to feel in this moment that I'm really not sure what I'm doing. When I'm on panic mode, I get great ideas. This is essentially what he said. I paraphrase a little bit. Now, you think of a guy like Steven Spielberg or anyone who's done something great, and how does a guy like that get nervous? I promise you one thing. Many of the people that you think are great and have been great, living or dead, get nervous or got nervous when they were doing these things that made them great. But what did he say about it? Think about the words he said. He said that when he's on panic, he gets some of his best ideas. He likes being in kind of an insecure mentality because it makes him maybe stay on his toes a little bit. So that's one thing to look at when it comes to fear and nervousness. These are all kind of synonyms. These can be tools to bring out the best in us too. So there's reasons these things exist. I think everything in the universe overall exists for our greater good and well-being and progress and growth. So these aren't things to shy away from necessarily, but it's about, it's a matter of getting control of it and using it as the tool like he does, as he mentioned, as, as a filmmaker. Now, remember previously we talked about courage over fear as, as one of the pillars of happiness. Brendan Burchard had said that courage is a resistance to fear. This Mel Robbins had also talked about when she speaks, she gets nervous. Like a lot of people, they perform they're on a stage or in front of people. They get nervous still. These are people who are professional. But she reframes that and calls it being excited. There's something to be said for, for how we frame things uh, about, in that case, calling it being excited versus I have this paralyzing fear and I better just cower under a desk and not not speak today or <laughs> not, not follow through. Again, we're talking about making this into a tool to bring out the best in us. Remember one of our one of the top regrets people have, we talked about this too, is is worrying unnecessarily about so many things, especially as people get older, they start to realize, boy, I worried about all kinds of stuff I didn't need to. Even in my lifetime, I realized that that I've done that myself. Now I don't blame you or myself for that. We all went to school, maybe come from different family situations, but oftentimes we weren't well equipped maybe with some of the tools and key areas of life, balancing our feelings, 
uh, with fear in this case, maybe also relationships, finances, all these sorts of things that at least where I come from, we didn't really uh, get into so much when it came to schooling. Plus I had a wacky family situation. So our schools and families might have inadvertently, maybe unintentionally let us down in that regard. But that doesn't mean we, we ought to go around with excuses and, and not try to still rise to a better place. Let's talk about fear. The dictionary defines fear as an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or a threat. Okay, now fear exists. We've mentioned this for a reason. Primarily self-preservation. We come from a long line of many, many, many generations. And this is the brains that have been passed down to us, the mindset of of self-preservation where people had to really be conscious of all these things in the past from ferocious animals and getting attacked unexpectedly and all these sorts of things that many of us don't. Some different parts of the world, I do acknowledge, do have some of those things still. It has been said that we as people have two primary motivators. The two things are gaining pleasure or avoiding pain. Okay, if you were to guess, which one of those do you think is more prevalent, more dominant in us as people? Gaining pleasure or avoiding pain? The truth is, in my experience, people will act far more in a dominating way to avoid pain than to gain pleasure. And there's something to be said for that. There's a fear factor involved. So it's usually the latter, avoiding pain, not gaining pleasure. Now, I think I'm a pretty detail-oriented person. I have this tendency, though, to look at all possible negative aspects or possibilities with something before before moving forward or pulling the trigger. Even with this podcast, what will they think of me? Will I get arrested? I'm just being silly, but that's some of the crazy kind of delusional thoughts that sometimes pass through somebody's mind. Now, we need to stop looking at what might go wrong. Let's focus on what could and should go right, okay? There's there's something in life called risk, and it's something that a lot of us maybe try to avoid, but isn't it interesting that, that oftentimes risk comes with reward. You oftentimes hear those words together, risk and reward or risk to reward ratio and different things like that. Starting a business, for example, sure, you analyze risks, expenses, etc. Anything from starting a new pet shop to your own online business. There's all these considerations. In that regard, we just take certain measures to do our best to be in preparation mode. We're going to talk more about some of the ways as we overcome fear And that's one of them, actually get prepared for situations. Warren Buffett says that risk comes from not knowing what you're doing. So that's why we talk about being prepared. We have to be educated and let's not avoid hard things just because they may be hard or we might experience some rejection. Don't worry about it. Every great accomplishment experienced uh, resistance of some sort. So just expect it and plan steps to keep your mind and your attitude in the right place. These are all things to kind of shift our focus. Not that we get into this paralyzing fear mode where we lock ourselves in a delusional box in our minds. It's we expect these things and we have systems and processes in place to utilize those tools, the fear itself, to become and rise to the occasion to make this into the best thing it's supposed to be. Now, when it comes to overcoming fear and utilizing it as a tool instead of making it paralyze us and hold us down and we hide in our little box, there's five key things I would say to you that have really helped me a lot to overcome this fear, these difficult or negative emotions that might exist as we strive to progress. Number one thing is be aware. Be aware of the fear, feel it, 
almost focus in your mind as if you're visualizing close your eyes and and see fear maybe maybe embody it in your mind as as some creature that you're looking at uh, and now as we do that we dig deep to to maybe what is causing the fear so we understand it when you understand something there's not as many reasons to be scared okay just understanding I'm fearful of this I'm fearful of getting rejected talking to this person or asking this person out or starting this business because of this failure that existed now remember we talked about failure is an event not a person so just because you failed in the past we've all failed in the past you're not alone so why are we sitting there worrying about all these things now I know all this stuff is easier said than done and I acknowledge that as I say it but if we dig deep look closely understand it then it's easier to to really then ask ourselves a few questions is it really necessary does it have to stop us from moving forward just because something happened with some other similar thing in the past doesn't mean that needs to happen this time Okay, we got to find a way to move forward with confidence. So can we resist and overcome it? Like Brendan Burchard said, courage is resistance to fear. The number two thing is prepare, study, be ready. You know, whatever the case might be, if we we talk, <laughs> I've mentioned this a few times, asking somebody out. I've been married for a long time, so I'm not asking anybody out. But these are all things in different faucets of life that exist, trying to get a new job, trying to start a business, or certain situations that may be more serious too. There's all kinds of things going on in our world, in our respective individual worlds, that could cause fear to exist. And it's not to minimize that or pretend that those things don't exist, but it's it's harnessing the fear properly and coming to an understanding. And so as we prepare, as we study, we, we get ready for whatever is causing the fear. Visualize positive outcomes vividly and and vibrantly in our minds like really visualize those things and so as we prepare that way and as we said number one be aware of this fear understand it then we're ready to really handle the fear the number three thing i would say is gratitude again i've said this before i can't say enough about gratitude now you can't be grateful and fearful at the same time or You can't be grateful and angry or have anxiety near as much at the same time. So there's something powerful about gratitude that it's almost like an antidote for some of these things. Or it'll help to at least minimize it or bring it down several notches from what it might have been by understanding what we have to be grateful for and seeing the value in ourselves. Try it. You know that the late Sir John Templeton, he's a very famous and successful investor, he made gazillions of dollars and he also was asked what his secret was and he said he was grateful in every deep possible way in his life again I'm paraphrasing but that was his secret to success was being grateful it wasn't oh I analyzed the markets this way and I invested in this particular mathematical pattern or some other real complicated answer his simple to the point and very quick and precise answer was gratitude he was grateful so he, he also donated well over a billion dollars to various charity uh, movements and organizations. That's putting gratitude in action. I feel like from my experience, as you give back, and it doesn't have to be through money, there's all kinds of ways we can all give back. So money isn't the only indicator. But as we give back in the various ways that we can, then that gratitude shines through. And I think the universe takes notice and the universe wants to reward us or show us that that was the right path to take. 
Now, I want to do a whole podcast episode or even a series or program just on gratitude. Let me know if you'd like to hear that. Again, as I mentioned at the beginning, send us your comments, send us your messages, let us know what you'd like to hear about, let us know uh, feedback on what we've shared so far, what I've shared, what we've shared as far as interviews and so forth, and there's going to be much, much more moving forward. But again, I'd like to focus kind of a whole program on just on gratitude because I feel like it's such a central key to finding happiness. The number four thing is affirmations. I've talked about this a little bit. We've touched on it briefly. I told you how Zig Ziglar has affirmation cards that he would pass around to his audiences and so forth. You tell yourself tons of positive things. It's amazing what you can experience in your life. So you look in the mirror, you can write something out yourself that you want to be better and feel better in. You can use print, put on your phone or device something that's already pre-made that's an affirmation card. There's a bunch of them. You can look on Google, Google Images. Um, I found one there that's one of the ones that Zig Ziglar used with his audiences. So affirmations, you can do it in your own way, but a lot of people recommend do it in the mirror, look yourself in the mirror, and there's something real powerful, real powerful about telling yourself positive, positive things. Last thing is focus. That may sound simple and that may sound a little obscure focus. What do you mean? Well, we reframe things, okay? Remember we talked about how Mel Robbins with her fear of flying or maybe nervousness in speaking, you reframe it as excitement or you have anchor thoughts. We reframe things, we focus. And another thing that has been said is you feel what you focus on. So as you focus on good things, as you focus on positive outcomes, as you focus on all the good that can happen instead of what could go wrong, all the good things that can come of something, then you feel that. And feeling that becomes a magnetic energy. I promise you that. I've experienced that. I promise you that. My wife's experienced that as a professional, experienced makeup artist. And trust me, she's been through some hard things and down some difficult roads as she learned to train her mind and control herself. Lots of good things have come into her world and they continue to as we speak. So focus. You feel what you focus on. I can't say that enough. Now, I just want to remind you, we've said this before too, fear shuts down entire regions of the brain. We have these brains that have been around for a long time and we touched on this a little bit earlier. Many, many generations, we have a tendency to fight or flight and all these kind of knee-jerk natural responses to things. But as we learn to be conscious, as we learn to be prepared, as we learn to be grateful, uh, reaffirm with affirmations and, and focus on the right things, we can utilize this fear, control it, make it a tool for us. Okay, make it its own motivator and reframe it as these other things such as excitement uh, and utilizing these anchor thoughts that we've talked about previously. This is all part of waking up to be the person we're supposed to be. We've talked about previously that people sleepwalk, figuratively speaking, through life. And on a daily basis, just like most of us sleep and then we wake up, we need to wake ourselves up in terms of our attitude towards those conscious hours of life to actually be fully present and conscious. So that's what these podcasts are about. And I know we can balance these emotions. I know we can overcome and utilize fear as a tool. I promise you that. Utilize some of these tips and examples just in this podcast. And again, I invite you to send us some messages. I want you to, as as one of our challenges, we do these challenges, if you haven't listened to other episodes, 
I'm going to reaff- reaffirm some of our previous challenges, but I also want to just give one extra challenge this time, which is find something. And I know off the top of your head, you could think of it because we're all conscious of our fears. Find something that you're fearful of and do whatever it's going to take. Count down five, four, three, two, one. Do these other things. Be prepared, aware, and all the gratitude and do something towards overcoming that or overcome it altogether. It doesn't have to be something major like skydiving and it doesn't it doesn't mean that fear shouldn't exist but find ways to harness and control that fear so that's my number one challenge to you and again i reiterate study or keep studying start studying if you if you haven't yet tons and tons of resources no one's got any excuses these days keep studying make great moments i tell you i I keep trying to do that with my boys i'm conscious of it as i do these podcasts let's play Let's balance our lives. Let's surprise each other. Those are great moments. Make those with the people that matter in your life and even make more people in an appropriate way matter in your life as well by rising to the occasion and make more friends by doing these things as well. Make great moments. And then again, let's continue doing this podcast together. That's the last challenge for you. And I know we can do all these things together. I promise that fear exists for a reason. It, uh, it is there to protect us, but it's also there to be utilized as a tool to be overcome and utilize it so it doesn't hold us down. So until next time, empower yourself, empower the world around you. Thanks so much for listening to Empower Humans. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review this podcast. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit empowerhumans.com. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>